Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Good 
that DJ Trump has uh, promised uh, to move U.S. troops out. There is a debate now if the so-called troops move out, will they leave behind these special ops uh, types? No doubt they will. But that's an extension of this uh, foreign policy and why it is there is based upon the racist Woodrow Wilson. And you have these reactionary regimes, Saudi Arabia in particular. They were mentioned at the at the Women's March by Linda Sassur. And with the Women's March in itself uh, was success, a successful enterprise all the way from Juneau, Alaska to Seattle, Washington, down to Los Angeles, over to Albuquerque, New Mexico, and points in between. Out in uh, Montana, marches were in uh, Montana. Marches were all over the place on uh, Friday, 300 different locations. Now, there was some uh, splintering, and what we'll do here, uh, we'll uh, set this up uh, with uh, Mr. Uh, Page as we move on from the Jerry Pippen broadcast movement. We also re uh, remember uh, Jerry Pippen every Monday when we do the uh, Monday morning quarterback. Jerry Pippen passed in uh, 2015. He was a progressive uh, commentator from the very uh, red state of Oklahoma. We'll go to Mr. Uh, Page now. And a bit of a programming note, we will have special uh, programming for Dr. King's uh, birthday, which will air uh, later uh, today. Uh, Mr. Page is writing on the 18th of January. It's a, it uh, is a meaning uh, coincidence that the anniversary of the uh, 2017 Women's March lands on the same weekend as the uh, King uh, National Holiday. Both the civil rights uh, and the uh, women's movement are divided with questions of how they wish to be uh, perceived and how uh, they uh, should, uh, how much they should even care about what others think. Nasty women phrases used by the then uh, candidate uh, D.J. Trump described the opponent uh, Hillary uh, Clinton in uh, the debate and was embraced by many of her. Uh, Feminists as quickly as T-shirts uh, and signs as deplorable. Her description of the pro-Trump uh, uh, followers, the uh, same uh, defiant uh, uh, split has emerged in recent objections by women rights uh, advocates to question the L-word in the coverage of Elizabeth Warren and her exploratory uh, campaign as likable. Now, likable uh, reminds one of a uh, character, uh, not a person, but uh, something that is less than a person, because likability is uh, is not, uh, if not a deference to men, with self uh, depicting a smile that writes uh, Kaffir uh, Poilette, I think it's how to pronounce her name. In the nation's uh, nation's brilliant uh, legal affairs uh, columnist, in short, that uh, she doesn't demand anything that men would rather keep for themselves, but it is uh, political power, or sexual autonomy, or the right to be safe after uh, having a couple of drinks. A likable woman doesn't challenge women either. She can uh, continues by reminding them of the compromises 
they have made and uh, the edges they have uh, trimmed off of their uh, personality. A similar debate between moderates and uh, the impatient to extreme rolls in the ranks of Dr. King's uh, racially integrated and nonviolent uh, Southern leadership. Uh, a conference uh, with the emergence of, in 1966, Kwame Torre and the Black Power Movement, uh, following the model of Marcus Garvey and uh, Malcolm X. Uh, Kwame Torre believed that African people uh, have to first uh, close uh, ranks in a solidarity with each other before they can uh, join a multiracial uh, society of multiracial movements. Now, this was very similar to what happened in the USSR, USSR uh, Soviet Union. There was a one-state uh, socialism as what uh, Lenin had, and then his opponent, Trotsky, came out with an international form. In other words, established socialism in uh, one particular nation-state and then move on and not try to move in 50 different places at one time. One way of putting it. Like those who believe, as I do, that Black Lives Matter is a title that unfortunately can be, and by uh, conservatives often uh, misinterpreted as anti-white or anti-European. Dr. King thought the black uh, power slogan was an unwise choice. Uh, needlessly, he responded by uh, defining the slogan to fit within his own uh, nonviolent agenda. Black power was born from the wounds of despair and disappointment. He told the staff in 1966, and this is 1966, black power is a, is a uh, cry of pain. It is, in fact, a reaction to the failure of the, quote-unquote, uh, white uh, power structure to deliver the promise, promises and uh, do it in a hurry. The cry of black power is, uh, in reality, a cry of hurt. Well, it could be a cry of hurt, but it also was a cry of action, which was immediately... Stunted, uh, blunted uh, by uh, the corporate media, which had uh, much more power in those days because the newspapers ran omnipotent, many of them, like the Chicago Tribune, owned by reactionaries, and even the New York Times and so-called uh, liberal papers. They were not necessarily progressive. They were the same, and their intent was uh, to keep the people in line, period. Sort of as uh, Professor uh, Moynihan uh, said, uh, benign neglect. Benign being good and neglect. Benign neglect us. Anyway, uh, it is a similar uh, defiant call of hurt that brought to the rise of Black Lives Matters and to take uh, a knee protest by the former NFL quarterback Colin Kopanek and other uh, black, black, black power players after high-profile police shootings of unarmed African-Americans. Now, there is an editorial uh, situation going on here, the use of African-American as opposed uh, to black. Now, there are instances that the term black, as, uh, uh, as uh, Malika Mallory used it at the Women's March, to differentiate between uh, black, brown, uh, etc., women. A different use at different times, uh, period. But And uh, the meaning is different also. 
in spite of to, uh, today's uh, new uh, wave movements, unlike those uh, in the 60s, the protest players raised the issue of misconduct, police misconduct, largely leaving it to others to come up with uh, possible solutions. Well, the NFL came up with some window dressing uh, solutions uh, in terms of some money, in terms of some uh, quote-unquote empowerment seminars, seminars on diversity, but little has come of it. It's not a big stretch to hear uh, some cries are heard in mass uh, women's marches that took to the streets in Washington other cities around the planet on the day after uh, D.J. Trump's inaugural. It is also uh, easy to see growing pains in uh, the women's march uh, movement after the first day of uh, protests exceed expectations worldwide. Linda Lassure, uh, Tamika Mowry, and uh, Carmen uh, Perez, Jordan, as she's known, three of the original uh, co-chairs of the National Organization Women's March, Inc., were found to express uh, support in the past uh, for the Nation of Islam and its minister or its leader, the, uh, the Honorable uh, Louis Farrakhan. Now, this was a wedge issue, wedge issue brought in uh, the uh, claims of anti-Semitism we have since uh, they have since distanced themselves from notorious anti-Semitic uh, statement, but the controversy remains in two competing marches in New York, the National March and something called the Women's Alliance. That that is akin to uh, uh, many times that companies they have a quote-unquote workers' association as opposed to a, a trade union. But what these people have done, and we say these people the ones that oppose the uh, National Women's uh, March movement have highlighted the issue of uh, Palestine. And uh, Linda uh, Sassur uh, brought that out at the Women's March, and some more speakers did, and it was out, I believe, in, uh, in Seattle also. Somebody brought the issue of Palestine up. So it is now uh, front and center. You can't just go around and disguise these uh, kinds of issues. They are there, and it is an international issue. The issue of Palestine, the treatment, murders, and uh, grabbing of land in Palestine. And it has been front and center in uh, many of the European nations. Now, there's a little different situation there uh, as to the movement against the uh, Zionists and as to brutal, uh, what they uh, call anti-Semitism in some areas. But that was there before the boycott movement ever arose. A totally different situation. And if you look at the uh, U.S. landscape, you had uh, anti-Jewish elements in uh, the White House uh, principal advisor, Steve Bannon, period. And now they have uh, their, uh, what is his name, Miller, a principal uh, speechwriter uh, there and anti-Semite. Respectability politics is today a popular label uh, for attempts by marginalized groups uh, to police their own members and to show social values that are compatible with the mainstream as uh, the pioneer uh, black conservative Booker T. Washington preferred over direct political action advocated by W.E.B. Du Bois. So again, uh, uh, 
what uh, Mr. Uh, Page is advocating here is basically talking about the leadership of the Women's March as uh, the W.E. Du Bois is of the day. Dr. King found ways to embrace the goals of both moderates and extremists, but uh, organized uh, to achieve those goals through the nonviolent coalition uh, building. Well, that was at that day, and uh, we don't, uh, the women's movement is not advocating violence. Today's movements are ranging from the nasty women to the uh, kneeling uh, football. uh, Footballers uh, face similar goals and similar divisions over how nasty they can uh, be in pursuing them. Likeability isn't anything, although it doesn't uh, hurt. Well, likeability in uh, American politics utterly impossible because now you have polarization, and you've had a polarization uh, since the uh, coming of Tricky Dick and the Southern Strategy. In 1988, uh, we had uh, William Horton, uh, known to many as uh, Willie Horton of Boston, that was thrown into the campaign uh, against uh, Governor Dukakis in 1988. So there's nothing new there. And then came the polarization. Why the polarization? Because if you're a polarized society, it's much easier to run these law and order campaigns, these attack campaigns, and then you extend that uh, until you get uh, campaign finance laws that open up the floodgates. That allows uh, billionaires to throw hundreds of millions of dollars into campaigns. And that is what's been happening um, via the Koch brothers. The Koch brothers did not only threw their money into national campaigns to expand their libertarian, uh, neo-liberal, uh, or what do you want to call it, ideas, but into local campaigns. In other words, they started at the local level, which is in the state legislatures, not so much city council, but state legislatures, to rewrite laws to uh, create a voter suppression and to create other kind of forms of uh, of uh, state uh, private um, partnerships in the state governments to have less regulations, etc. So in other words, this was all done to undermine the government in an atmosphere once it's done, you have to polarize the society to get it done. And that's what the, the uh, caps were that were displayed uh, against the aboriginal uh, from uh, Michigan there with the Make, make, uh, make America Great Again uh, young uh, high school students from Covington, uh, Kentucky. And as... Uh, the Secretary of, of State there, uh, Lingham Grimes, said it's not the children as fault, it's the people that taught the children. No doubt about that. They got to make America great uh, hats to them. We don't know where the chaperones were, but it was a very nasty situation. But this is due to the polarization, and you will continue to have polarization. Now, the Women's March is addressing that type of polarization. It's not a a situation of likability. You're not going to get likability here. This is uh, the OK Corral, and it continues on. 
and what the Trump forces have done, and this is the only way that they can succeed, is uh, to keep this open hostility going. That way they can coalesce around it. Old man McDonald, uh, McConnell, he could be McDonald. I guess McDonald was on the farm, McConnell was at the Senate. He is now bringing up the same uh, flummery that uh, D.J. Trump had over the weekend. In other words, uh, three years for the Dreamers, five billion plus uh, for the wall and reopen the government. It's totally unacceptable, but he's finally uh, moved to codify that. Let's say, well, we can push some of this blame to the Democrats. The Democrats won't bite. So where does he go from here? It's back in the other direction. Let me just uh, finish up a little bit here on this conflict. I think it's from the forward. Yeah, this is an article in the forward. I won't read it all. We put it up on uh, Facebook, but uh, it's an opinion uh, uh, by uh, Ugar uh, Saigon, uh, Sturgon. Anyway... Uh, this is in the forward uh, since 1897, uh, the forward uh, fearless uh, Jewish magazine. Anyway, he starts off uh, with uh, Tamika Mari, uh, Max uh, Lamont Hill, and uh, Alice uh, Walker, in this case, and Angela Davis. Every week seems to bring... Uh, to bring uh, Yet another uh, black leader being uh, a foul of the Jewish community and anger and effective response. Mallory's uh, refusal to denounce uh, Eamon Louis Farrakhan, a man who she had previously praised, led Jewish actions to call for a resignation from the Women's March, calls which even erupted into huge uh, media. Uh, Milestorms, uh, Hill uh, warned an audience at the UN not to uh, romanticize nonviolence in the case of the Palestinians and used a phrase viewed as a, a dog whistle popularized by Hamas. From uh, rivers to seas, the Palestinians will be free. Uh, Walker was quoted in uh, the New York Times uh, praising somebody. Anyway. In Angela Davis, the war was rescinded. That was down in Birmingham, Alabama. Angela Davis will be there to collect an award from a people's uh, delegation. Andy, Uncle Tom's on that committee there. Three of them, they've all resigned. When members of the Jewish community, along with others, uh, opposed the award uh, to her pro-Palestinian activists, but they also red-baited Angela. Angela, they did a number of other things. On the other hand, um, Mallory and uh, Walker have said uh, some truly uh, problematic things that have caused uh, real regress to members of the Jewish community. Surely every Jewish voice raised in anger at Walker. Uh, inclusion in uh, the uh, paper record uh, was just in its uh, outrage. And I just want to... Um, I, I Excuse me. I, I wouldn't want to silence a single person who felt... Appalled as I uh, did when uh, Hill justified violent resistance against Israel, urging his audience not to endorse a narrow policy of uh, respectability that uh, shames Palestinians 
for resisting. Well, he was correct about that. Uh, they're in an all-out war there. Davis, uh, well, we won't go back to what happened in the Soviet Union, denied of Jews in prison in the Soviet Union any compassion while uh, finding a common uh, cause. Yeah, well, anyway. And Angel Davis is uh, no anti-Semite. Even her uh, detractors have stopped short of smearing her as one. Her affinity for Odent, who insists to her uh, confession was a form of a torture, stems from Davis's work opposing a political inc incarceration all the wall. Angela is known very well for that. Nor uh, has there been any distance between Walker's anti-Semitism and Hill's Later clarifications are called uh, for non-Jewish uh, bi-nation uh, state instead of Israel, which is uh, really anti-Zionist rather than anti-Semitic. Well, that needs to be uh, uh, brought about uh, there uh, so people will understand what is going on. He goes on to mention a, a rabbi named Herschel marching across the Edmund uh, Pettus Bridge with a Torah in hand. Well, no doubt within the civil rights movement, but this is a different situation. It's just now an outrage mob, but come, uh, but has been a coming for black leaders is an effective one. Hill lost his job at CNN. Davis lost an award. The women's movement is teetering. Well, it may have been teetering, but uh, tottering, but it tottered out and uh, filled up the square where Dr. King addressed uh, the people in 1963. There's a lot of talk about anti-Semitism on the left, but when push comes to shove, when uh, the Jewish community is angry, we uh, get out of the way, including uh, the left space, as Rabbi Rabbi Mike Rabbi uh, puts in these pages in response to Davis's losing the award when Jews outrage people. Listen, well... They do if they and these were presumably older people in Birmingham that are tied up, uh, were tied up uh, with that issue. Yes, but I would amend that. Uh, evidently, the Trump machine in the White House uh, has not been listening. They've just moved right on. The Jews can be proud of his suffering, or at least not ashamed of it. James Baldwin. That was in 1967. His history and his suffering it did not begin in America where uh, black men have been uh, taught to be ashamed of everything, especially their suffering. Well, that has changed, too. Certainly there is anti-Semitism in the African community, American community. There is anti-Semitism in every community, including the Jewish community. Now, I did not say this. He said this. And certainly many uh, space on the left where people of color organize a hostile to Israel. Well, the hostility to Israel... And being anti-Jewish are two different items. Black Palestinian uh, solidarity has been a powerful force in both communities since the beginning of the occupation. Now, that was in uh, 1967, I think in about 1969 when they had the war. But to denounce that hostility uh, to Israel as anti-Semitism is not only false and uh, derogatory. It actually endangers uh, Jews by cheapening the acquisition. The accusation. I have a problem with that word. Anyway, uh, how can we be taken seriously if we are opposed to Israel and increasing uh, illiberal uh, 
ethnostater with serious civil and human rights problems is immediately uh, deemed anti-Semitic. And let me just finish this up here. One has Jews complained that our history of uh, oppression is not taken as seriously enough, and yet it is simply under uh, understandable that we are uh, white-skinned uh, Jews, undeniable, excuse me, but do not suffer the ills of being a person of color in America. As Tamara Smith points out, this has always been the case. Jewish whiteness has always been presupposed by American lawyer Wright Smith. Jews both uh, Sephardic are classified as white persons by the first Congress. Now, this was in 1790. Uh, likewise, uh, and unlike other racial groups, Jews were never subject to anti-miscegenation laws. And indeed, uh, they may marry uh, Christian Americans and did. They did, but uh, at the same time, there was a lot of unofficial miscegenistic uh, uh, beliefs running around here. Jews are America's most uh, beloved uh, religious group. Well, with the Trump administration, that's doubtful. Anyway, I'm trying to finish this up. Uh, ah, here we go. This is Uger uh, Sean. This is his opinion here. I can't defend Tamika uh, Mallory or um, Mac uh, Lamont Hill or uh, Alice Walker or even Angel Davis. Each of them have hurt my feelings and to a lesser and greater degree as uh, when uh, those beloved uh, members of my community I honestly believe uh, the uh, Jews who tell me that these people make them feel less safe and that they have a right to give voice to those feelings well I, I don't doubt that but uh, what I would say is Tamika Mallory and Alice Walker and Angela Davis and their followers all combined are not the situation that sent uh, this mad type uh, Trump supporter into the synagogue in uh, Pittsburgh. They're just feeding into a, a, a right-wing uh, racist narrative there. Anyway, enough to say about that. The Washington Post has an article that they ran a long time ago uh, that uh, on Dr. Martin Luther King when he met with Malcolm X. X excuse me. The photo still haunts us. Uh, with what was lost. Well, lots was lost there, and that was why they were killed, no doubt about it. Let me finish this up with a new Mississippi flag. Had a surprising champion in segregation, this great uh, grand uh, chow. This is of, of Lauren Stennis. He used to ride a 16-year-old uh, to see her daddy uh, was uh, still uh, operated by hand, excuse me, was still operated by hand when she stepped in one day uh, a 46-year-old coming uh, to shake things up. Anyway, uh, her grandfather was old man. Uh, Stennis was a member of an all-white, all-male uh, state legislature. Her uh, her father, excuse me, and her grandfather, John C. Stennis. Remember old John Stennis? He was a senator from Mississippi. And Kathy Skies uh, filed the bill. Anyway, uh, with design widely known as the Stennis flag, it uh, features a uh, 
big blue star on a white field encircled by 19 uh, smallest stars. Uh, the tennis flag would, would eventually replace the old uh, banner. Its supporters aren't expecting much to happen this year. Probably won't. But uh, anyway, I uh, did put it up there. Uh, after white supremacists murdered uh, nine African Americans in uh, Charles uh, Town Church, Paul Truman, the youngest son of the late uh, Strom Thurmond, uh, and former Dixiecrat, uh, helped uh, lead the drive to strip the uh, emblem, the Confederate emblem, from the South Carolina flag. Peggy Wallace uh, Kennedy, 69-year-old daughter of the late uh, George Wallace. Doesn't sugarcoat the action of a father who pledged segregation forever but uh, and blocked African students from entering the University of Alabama. She uh, countered his, his politics with her own, linking arms with uh, Representative John Lewis and crossing the Edmund Pennis Bridge. So we obviously there are some changes. We have the Stennis flag here. Uh, Lord Stennis took her politics more from her father. Uh, he was a Princeton graduate who wrote it, uh, who, excuse me, who quoted uh, Albert uh, Camus and uh, publicly broke with the elder one on a race. She credits her father, who was in the state legislature with the help of her grandfather, uh, evolved the senator, uh, evidently supported the renewal of the uh, Voting Rights Act in uh, 19. 1983. She's uh, proud of uh, both of the men and uh, the $107 million Mississippi Civil Rights uh, Museum. It's a wretched walk through uh, the more than uh, 580 lynchings, the killing of Emmett Till, Medgar Evers, Freedom Riders, Mike uh, Swainer, uh, James Cheney, and Andrew Goodman. I thought that was the end of the story. Well, let me get to the end of it. This is from the Washington Post. The owners of the Lifetime uh, Mississippian uh, have become uh, Stennis uh, flag enthusiasts. Uh, not sure who all that is. Anyway, that was one. Let's do the sports now. From the NBA, uh, the Hornets were at the Pacers. Pacers won. Yeah, Pacers won twenty-two ninety-five. The Suns were at the T-Wolves, and they left the cold, they left the warmth of Phoenix for the cold of Minnesota. One sixteen uh, to uh, one fourteen was the final score. T-Wolves and the Clippers and Spurs in a warm San Antonio. It was the L.A. Clippers one hundred three to ninety five, and to the National Hockey Association, the Capitals and Blackhawks. Uh, in uh, Chicago, Hawks eight to five, and that the Anaheim Ducks and Islanders, the Ducks were shut out. Hmm. I guess couldn't swim in snow. The the Red Wings and Canucks, it was Canucks three to two. The Coyotes and Maple Leaves, Coyotes uh, four to two, and the, and uh, the Hurricanes and Oilers, it was the Oilers uh, seven uh, to four. Kind of an interesting situation there. Let me get back to the Australian Open. It was beginning uh, with, um, yeah, just a second, I'll tell you. 
Well, we don't usually give NFL scores, but the Super Bowl is set. The Patriots are in. Kansas City went down in defeat. Uh, 37-31, they're in uh, Kansas City. And uh, the LA Rams, they're in also, and the Saints didn't march in, but they were in New Orleans. So that is more of that. Uh, okay, that uh, okay. That's at 3 a.m. Uh, this is obviously London time here. That would be Serena Williams uh, and uh, Simona uh, Halep. I suppose how to pronounce her name. Anyway, it has not started yet. Uh,